0: As we're driving on the road these holidays, we're looking forward well into the distance to look out for hazards and obstacles that may get in the way of us successfully getting to our holiday destinations. Driving your business is no different, yet a lot of us spend a lot of time looking into the rear vision mirror when it comes to our financials. In this episode, my guest Amanda Fisher from Connected Accountants and I talk about how you can look forward and well into the horizon with your accountant sitting next to you in the passenger seat when you're driving your business in the cloud.
1: Welcome to the Transformation Show, where successful pharmacy owners and technology partners help you to build a better 21st century pharmacy by embracing technology. Here is your host, Robert Starr.
0: G'day everyone and welcome back to Transformation, the only dedicated podcast in the world where pharmacy and technology collide to bring you, the motivated pharmacy owner, all that you need to build your smarter more successful 21st century business before it's too late my name's robert Starr, your host and guide on this fantastic journey of ours and we're into episode 44 and happy new year Welcome to 2015, your best year ever. That's right, if you're listening to this show then I'm going to help you have your best year ever. And certainly when it comes to this time of year, particularly if we're not operating any coastal pharmacy businesses, it's a time to rest and reflect and you may be on holidays, in which case I do hope that you did have a chance to ready pick up your five prescriptions for a stress-free holiday. And if you haven't already, just go to the URL and also, into the show notes for robertstar.com forward slash stress free holiday and that's a gift from me and the transformation show for you which will really help you to unwind on your holiday but also be able to disconnect but i'm going to come back to that in a moment we've got a fantastic interview coming your way with amanda fisher from connected accountants she loves technology she loves accounting so naturally enough she had to be a great guest for our show And she's written a book about it as well, of how to transform your business with cloud accounting. I know you're going to love this episode because it does emphasize that metaphor I spoke about in the introduction of driving through your rear vision mirror, but rather you should be looking forward and strategically placing yourself into the future with your sustainable competitive advantages. And certainly going to the cloud and operating your business in real time rather than six months or 12 months behind, as we spoke about with Mark Lehman in 2014 from SASU, it's really important that you have that opportunity to be looking forward and it changes drastically your relationship with your accountant. We're often always having that answer or the question, how are we going Do we know how we're going? Our point of sale systems can tell us only so much, but our accountants can tell us a lot more. But now that we've got the tools to be working together day in, day out, we've got a fantastic advantage of being able to recognize changes in our businesses, but also be able to plan together collaboratively, which is such a great opportunity. So we're gonna talk about that with the interview today. But back to the stress-free holiday prescriptions, What you get with that is that you get some easy-to-follow how-to videos that you're going to be able to install some free tools. That's right, they are free. And it will enable you, if you really need to, to be able to connect to your pharmacy systems and collaborate and communicate with your team. But most importantly, disconnect and enjoy your holiday. Because at the end of the day, When our cars, and if we use cars as this metaphor, I think I've seemed to be enjoying this today, so I'll go with it, is that when your car runs out of fuel, do you park your car in the car park and just hope that it magically finds its way to a fuel hose and also to a mechanic that can fine-tune the elements of your car so that it's ready to go the next time you wish to drive it? Of course you don't. You do take it to a petrol station, you feed it with the right fuel, And you get an expert mechanic to obviously help you to tune up the different elements so that it's as good as it's ever been. And we need to treat ourselves and our bodies exactly the same way we go on holidays. We always focus on when we go on holidays that we just need to relax. We always tell ourselves, I just need to relax. It's been a stressful year. I'm exhausted. I just need to rest. But if you just lay on a on a deck chair, which is such a great thing to be dreaming about doing, I know we always do that when we imagine holidays, but we're not really going to put ourselves back in our businesses in any better shape if all we do is just lie on a deck chair and feed ourselves food for two weeks. Um, so we realistically need to be thinking about obviously what we're eating, but more so just thinking about a daily routine that you can just commit to to get some of the problems and issues off our heads and out of our systems so that we can be present and enjoy time with our family, which at the end of the day is what we remember most about these holidays. It's never about how many hours we spent sunbaking or lying down and resting or sleeping, but it's been about spending that time with the family. So In these five prescriptions, I give you some great tools to be able to commit to that every day, get into a great routine that's not only having your body feeling better, and it's not doing anything drastic, it's just doing a... 30-minute walk every day doesn't even have to be a a fast one. I know a lot of you do listen to this show on your walks. Um, So it's something that you could do and you can combine it as you may have already with a learning and development activity like a podcast. And it doesn't have to be mine. I've listed some great ones that I personally enjoy and ones I think you'll get a lot of benefit out of in creating your best year for 2015 so before we get into our interview just following on from last week and we spoke about our pharmacy freedom index summer series which is really about planning for our best year ever in 2015 last week we spoke about how we can collect and review feedback from our team our partners and our customers so that we can really identify how good is our business right now and what other hidden innovations there might be that we can actually inject into our businesses and what What this is about is taking that feedback. We spoke about SurveyMonkey last week and this week we're going to use it and create actionable insights. Now, for those who have listened to episode 9, which of course was about why every pharmacy needs a robot, you can also go to that episode at the point of 33 minutes and 22 seconds, I believe, and we talk about, and I might even isolate that and put it in the show notes just to make it easier for you, of turning your team and customer feedback into actionable insights. So, From SurveyMonkey, you'll get a nice big one-page template of all of the answers to your questions which you designed last week. And then you're able to group those into clusters and think about different implementation ideas or changes that you might want to do. Then you can put it into a system. So in Episode 9, we spoke about one particular system that was a favourite of mine. Being Trello, which is basically like a virtual corkboard. So you could just put ideas on virtual cards, stick them up on the corkboard, and then invite people to come and have a look at that board. And what you can do at the high level is you can enable a function called voting. So all of those ideas can sit up on your virtual corkboard, and people can log in and basically vote on what they believe are the best ideas, and they can also make some comments as well and make further suggestions. So that you can refine it and if you don't want to use a tool like Trello no problem there you could use really even something like Google Sheets, which is like an Excel document and one thing, one tool I recommend for the stress-free holiday tips is having a free Gmail account, which gives you the access to Google Docs, which is basically the Google equivalent of Office but what it enables you to do and you can achieve the same thing with Office 365, so if you love Microsoft I don't want to annoy you, you can do the same thing with that and basically it means it creates a sheet or a document that you can then circulate by email to all of the people that have given you feedback so far and they can tell you what they think about it. The reason I like Trello and the voting and the comment system, it's really tight and it keeps it all together and it minimises the admin that you need to do over the top to bring it all together. And where we're going to go with this next week is we're going to talk about setting and reviewing KPIs. We've got a great interview next week with Peter Sackerson from RSM Bird Cameron and he actually names his top three KPIs that you should be looking at in your business right now. But also you want to set some around your goals and your business. So today was about business planning and goal setting. So the goals that you're going to come out from collaborating with your team your partners and um, also your suppliers as well and your patients is that they're going to be collaborative goals you may also want to put on that Trello board some of your personal goals or your business goals that you want to achieve in the business as well and by putting those there and getting feedback from those same group of people you'll see how closely connected you are to the wants, needs and aspirations of your group around you. So that's what I suggest you do this week. And um, next week, we'll circle back and look at how we can set some KPIs. And what that's going to mean is that if we implement those goals, and we'll talk about those a little bit further down our summer series, we can actually measure to see the effectiveness, not just in a emotional or in a, uh, in a word of mouth sense, but actually in a profit sense as well, which you can then link into your uh, systems, which are fantastic. But if you want to jump ahead and you're super keen and you want to do a 360 degree opportunity analysis of your business this year, then I advise you to head across to pharmacyfreedomindex.com Take the test, and you'll have a downloadable report highlighting your rating in nine critical areas of your business in only seven minutes. And you'll get the transformation ebook, which of course was my book I launched in August last year, and access to the transformation workbook, which really helps you make it happen, and the community to help support you and kickstart your journey. So it's a great report that you'll get back. And if you want to dig deep even further and work out your implementation, Then you can book in for a consult right at the end, and I look forward to visiting you and helping you maximize your success in 2015. Our interview today is with Amanda Fisher. She's an author, a chartered accountant from Connected Accountants, which she founded. They're Zero Gold Partners, and they're a leader in transforming businesses with cloud accounting. Amanda Fisher, welcome to the Transformation Show.
1: Oh, thank you. I'm delighted to be here.
0: Oh, look, fantastic to have you on, Amanda. And following on from a, a, a few recent episodes we've had around financial documents going into the cloud and also accounting going to the cloud, it's uh, great to have an accountant on the show as well from, to, to give your perspective, I guess, of where pharmacy owners who are primarily our listeners um, can actually take the best benefits of the platforms that are available and hopefully get a better understanding of how that's going to benefit their business as well. Yep, that's, So uh,
1: certainly that, Yeah.
0: Absolutely. And, and Amanda, I always like to ask a, a question just to get a little story initially. And like, where, where did you first uh, come into, merge your practice with technology and leverage cloud accounting? And I know you work with pharmacy owners as well. And where have you started to see the benefits of it becoming for a pharmacy owner?
1: Okay, I think in terms of merging and using cloud technology, I'm one of those geeky people that's been into technology from the beginning of my working career and, in fact, from high school. So it was a very obvious transition for me to jump on board with cloud accounting when it first became available. So I've been using it in the business for almost four years now and that's what one of my colleagues calls we're at the bleeding edge, not at the cutting edge, but the bleeding edge of of integrating and utilising cloud accounting. Um, I started with new clients setting up new businesses so so we had a few clients who were just starting from scratch, it was an obvious starting point and from there have transitioned pharmacy owners and various other businesses onto cloud accounting. We looked at the different options that were available four years ago and there weren't a lot at that time, there are a lot more now but back in those days there were only a couple available. and we jumped on board with zero as being one that we could see would provide a lot more in the future uh, for, for pharmacy owners to be able to plug in other business processes using the accounting system as the core of it. Um, we've transitioned quite a few of costs now um, from um, some small um, street front type, uh, pharmacy shops to, we have one that's uh, actually a pharmacy within one of the big hospitals uh, that's doing some, obviously some large numbers and different things. So every version of it, we, it, it, the systems can work for it. So it's very, very exciting.
0: Yeah, no, look, absolutely. And look, I guess a lot of our listeners may be at different stages at the moment. Uh, some may have, you know, traditional uh I guess, system-based or premises-based accounting systems and they transition forward. And I learned a little bit a few weeks ago when we first introduced uh, Sasu and uh, Mark Lehman, uh, who obviously set that one up and and, and started to get a bit of an understanding as to how that can benefit their business. But what did you see when you first transitioned pharmacy owners to the platform that they noticed immediately and I guess for the positive?
1: I think the first thing we noticed is the massive time-saving um one particular i can't name names but one particular pharmacy uh the pharmacist used to do his bookkeeping himself he used to take mondays from memory uh to he would work from his home office uh wasn't even in the pharmacy he'd work from home and he would spend his entire monday doing the books so updating the the accounting system I think he also did some of his ordering at the same time but he spent the whole day doing the payroll, doing the uh, you know data entry for his accounts, reconciling the bank account, the whole thing took him a whole day. We transitioned him across and I think last time I spoke to him, he's down to, I think it's about two hours that he does now on a Monday, actually doing the same process that used to take him basically eight hours. Uh, so... Massive time savings is is one of the one of the big things. the The second thing I think is is having the information more up to date, readily, uh, on a on a day by day basis. Potentially, he was still doing it month on a weekly basis, but we have other clients who are using it where they just log into into their Zero system. and say we use Zero into their Zero system uh, first thing in the morning reconcile the bank account and they can then look at their reports at any point in time knowing that the figures are accurate and up to date to that day.
0: Mm, no, Absolutely and, and like you mentioned there are a lot of processes there that may change with that transition as well and I suppose that's one of the, the big bugbears of, of a lot of our listeners is I guess the various level of hats that you have to wear but how big the hats are and how long they take to take off and uh, transition within other roles of the pharmacy and as we talk about on a lot of this show we really just don't have the time to be wearing all of those as it keeps us away from our patients and from going our businesses um, so now it 's a fantastic thing to, to hear that um, but in terms of the processes like you mentioned obviously that there are pharmacy owners that will be listening who manage it all themselves um, but if, for example where they are employing other people it might be an accountant a bookkeeper is it changing the relationship a little bit as well
1: yes certainly so the same time saving that I mentioned with this particular pharmacy owner who was doing it himself also happens if you've got a bookkeeper or an accountant doing the same volume of work. And what that's meaning then is instead of paying you know, perhaps eight hours for a bookkeeper to do the data entry and the processing, you're paying two hours for the bookkeeper to do that data entry and processing and then either using the the time that's still available for that bookkeeper to be doing some more Information around the reports and um, providing other information, or using that money with the accountant to provide much more business advisory work to really hone in on where the issues and the challenges are from the from the accountant's perspective in the dollars of the pharmacy. So starting to hone in on where. Where there are issues, uh, you know, comparing front of office with the, um, you know, front of shop with the with the the uh, drug side of it to be able to identify where is that GP mix happening and how's that relating, and identifying whether or not the expenses are blowing out. Maybe the the uh, there's too much overtime being paid for particular staff people for covering shifts for other people that needs to we can start to really identify where that's where that's going off the rails because what we were finding before that was with the desktop type of accounting software that most of our pharmacy owners were basically doing the books probably on a monthly basis so they're always very much behind looking backwards in time not looking at Real. This is what's happening this week, this day, and what's the projection moving forward? So it's changing the the view and the information and advice and support that bookkeepers and accountants can provide to the pharmacy.
0: Yeah. No. Look. Absolutely. I think that's that's a great little metaphor you've thrown there. In that you know, rather than looking back, be looking forward and seeing what's in front of you. And I know that we've all experienced significant change in the last particularly five years around PBS reform and uh, you know looking in our rear vision mirrors we've just seen a huge amount of change in particularly our operating profits surrounding our dispensaries and the effect on the business and uh, we've had to factor in a number of rounds of PBS reform and they're not done um, sure. in, into our forecasts and uh, I guess if you are working in the past it's very hard to see what's coming and work out how that's going to affect your business and has that been a particular focus of the work that you've done with pharmacy owners of recent times? As you know, what effects the reforms are going to have on their business and how well they can predict it by you know using smart technology?
1: Absolutely, and we've uh, I'm very aware of a lot of those uh, reforms that are coming through for with a few of our pharmacies that we work extremely closely with on a very regular basis, and we are always looking at what are the upcoming changes that are coming through on the PBS reforms, what generics are coming into a place, what's the impact on the gross margin on particular ones. uh, And there have been some really significant impacts of those. Uh, Different pharmacies have got different impacts depending upon what drugs are, you know, significant drugs in those uh, pharmacies, depending on who the patients are in the area. But we're certainly seeing some major impacts that we're then having to deal with what the effect of that is from a cash flow perspective, what the effect is from a profit perspective and how much money the, the pharmacy is actually making. And so what we're doing is being able to factor that in into those forecasts and really plan for that before it actually happens. Uh, and that's, that's something that's, uh, you know, it's not exciting to see what the negative results are, yeah. but it's exciting to be able to know that we can see that coming, quantify it and take remedial steps to make sure that we try not to lose too much of that profit at the bottom.
0: Yeah, no, look, absolutely. And and, and I think traditionally we've always then focused on our operating costs and wanting to become more operationally efficient. But if you can see that those impacts are going to happen, then I gather also by keeping everything up to date from an expense point of view rather than just an income point of view, you're going to be able to see obviously where you need to trim back and perhaps using things like technology as an enabler to be able to do more with less in terms of the financial resources required. And I guess on that topic, with cloud accounting platforms, are they traditionally cheaper than the desktop applications as well?
1: Yes, basically. So the cloud accounting applications are mostly software as a service. So they're monthly subscriptions. And I think we're finding that the monthly subscription over 12 months is less or on a par with paying the annual support uh, for the upgrades and things for things like MYLB, uh, which most of our clients were on previously. And so it is a cheaper option moving forward. And even if it's not, the time saving and efficiencies in it, there's a lot of, savings just impacting in that as well so for some when you add in point of sale and a few other things potentially it may be more expensive than a desktop system but a lot of the other benefits that go with it in dashboard reporting, better reporting, graphical displays, being able to integrate with other systems, being up to date all the time that far outweighs any minor additional costs that may be in place.
0: Yeah. No. Look. Absolutely. And from a lot of a lot of owners I've spoken to about this, they've found that they're getting better collaboration with their accountant and bookkeeper as a result, and uh, also enjoying the fact that um, you know they can do that, I guess, from anywhere, any time, as opposed to you know having to physically have everyone in the room together and uh, only being able to work on the single file at the same time.
1: Absolutely. And and. One of the things that I love about it is I used to spend a lot of my time in in the car going for to see you know clients and different pharmacy owners to then update and correct their MYOB file for the changes we'd had to make when we lodged their BAS return, for example, or year end work, and and or fixing problems where they'd put some entry through and there'd been a challenge with it for some reason and it had gone a bit screwy and they not knowing how to fix it and us not being able to understand with a description verbally over the phone of what the problem was because we couldn't see it. So now we can have the pharmacy owner or their bookkeeper on the phone with them looking at their... Zero file, us looking at exactly the same thing at exactly the same time. And we can sort that problem out instantly, on the spot, real time, fixed, done, moved on. Uh, and it's not an ongoing issue until the next time we come and visit to sort out their file on their computer in the you know, at the back of the shop. So that's a big, big benefit. It also means it's it's easier for training purposes as well. Yeah. So for training people, whether it's the pharmacy owner or the bookkeeper if they haven't used it before, how to use the system, it's just so much easier with the technology, the system the way it is and then with the technology we have on sharing screens and things like that too, where that that whole training exercise, you know, we can be training people around Australia, it doesn't matter, we don't have to be physically in the same place anymore.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely, and I, th- I think there may even be that Xero or someone associated with Xero were using um, a technology that I came across called WalkMe, uh, which is, I think, literally where um, you can uh, type in what you're wanting to do and it will actually just highlight it on the screen what buttons you have to press and what steps you have to follow, which uh, I think is quite remarkable, but it's only generally available for cloud-based platforms. Yep. Uh, but also, uh, I noticed uh, because I use Zero uh, myself, um, that there's a button now that you can uh, say "Ask an Advisor." Um, so, we, when that happens, when you click "Ask an Advisor," does that then flag it in the accountants' version, um, and um, almost like a like a notification that uh, you need to then come back to your client on a particular part of uh, or a transaction uh, in Zero?
1: Okay, what the zero Ask an Advisor does, and it is it is pretty nifty, it actually just sends us an email. So we don't even have to be logged in to know that you've sent through that query. It's emailed through to us. We see it immediately, obviously, yeah, you know, two seconds, 30 seconds, depending on how long the email takes to flow through. But we're basically immediately seeing at that point that you've asked us a question. Uh, so one of the things about Any system is making sure that your advisors know how to use the system properly and are certified in using it because it means that we can answer those questions. So the software companies will answer the questions on what I call what button to push. So I don't know how to put this transaction through Zero uh, or the other cloud systems will tell you what button to, pr- yeah, you know, what the procedure is. You push yeah. this button, you press this button, you do that. What they won't do is provide you with any advice that's around the accounting space. So you might send through a question that said, "I've just bought a new vehicle. Where do I put it?" Zero yeah. um, support won't answer that question, but us as accountants will answer that question. So that's the type of question that comes through. So. That is really good because it does come through as an email to us. It doesn't rely on us logging into your file mm. to see whether or not you've asked a question or not uh, or even to be logged into zero. although obviously <laughs> I'm in it all day long. Yeah. Um, but it does allow for that question to come straight through. To us, and we can answer it very quickly for you.
0: And and does that work in reverse as well, where you want to ask the pharmacy owner a question about a particular transaction?
1: <laughs> uh, no, that doesn't work so well. The the one thing in in zero there is an opportunity in transactions to put a comment on the bank transactions. Uh, that is all fine and good, but it unless someone's looked at the file, the other person doesn't know that the comment is there. So. Yeah. Uh, we tend to – the queries back to the pharmacy owner uh, You know, usually phone calls in our case. We do like to – we are connected accountants, so we yeah. do like to connect yeah. um, from a personal perspective as well as in from a technology perspective. So it's an email or it's a phone call to query what's happening. Yeah. Um, um, yeah so oh, that's, oh, oh, that, that's old that's a bit more old technology that one it Oh, look,
0: look absolutely but uh, look having having received those lists of queries myself in the past on an email uh, then always you're always then jumping back between email and uh, accounting system with and it look it would be terrific um, if, uh, if if zero could take that on board because I think collaboration in that regard would be terrific if you're able to get on the phone and then you're literally just working inside the system um, yep. on, on any issues, which there always are, as, 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 you, well, as you well know. Yep. Um, <coughs>
1: so, so just to answer, to mm. just take on from that, the, the comment section is one where we can put the comments on, but then we just need to email back and say, we have put some comments on a few of the transactions. Can you go and have a look at them? Yep. And that would save the, you know, the emails backwards and forwards and try to find the transaction.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And and Amanda, I also wanted to ask, and that just went back a little bit um, in, our, in our discussion, but um, with being able to forecast your income and so forth, has there been any work done around, most pharmacy owners would be very uh, au okay fait with the script map report that the uh, Pharmacy Guild provide in terms of being able to work out the impacts of PBS reform okay. with Rolling those um, I guess forecasts into yep. someone's zero account to be able to see what it really is going to mean for their pharmacy
1: uh yes we have used uh, taken those reports and then fed them into the system um to see what the impact is absolutely yep
0: yeah now it's and is it quite a quite an easy process
1: um it's not not an easy, easy process, but it's not complicated either for us. I mean, we're used to working with numbers and uh, those sorts of things, so. It's probably what I call middle of the road. It, yeah. it takes a little bit of you know, massaging around to make sure that numbers end up where we want them to be.
0: Because I, I guess the major concern is there that the, uh, the Guild will take your uh, dispensed data for the previous six or 12 months uh, just to get a, an accurate snapshot and they'll tell you what the impact on your income mm. will be. But ultimately, unless you know on a net profit level what that's going to mean, it's not going to translate very well until you get to that figure. So yeah it's always you know only part of the journey so you might see that there's a drop but at the same time you may also have significant opportunities in your operating costs to reduce um to be able to meet that um so you may be better prepared than you think you may be um under the right guidance of course
1: that's right and interestingly in in one particular case we've we've seen those gone through that whole process and and what has happened in reality moving forward we have expected the drop but what's happened in reality moving forward is i think there's been probably a a sort of a shift in the mix and in we actually haven't lost The, the the turnover number might have come down a bit but the gross profit margin has maintained and the profit has maintained so there's been a kind of a change in the mix of the of of the drugs and And, you know, front of shop and the end result has been a maintaining of the overall bottom line profit, even though the expectation was that there was going to be a significant drop.
0: Yeah, and it all comes down to what strategies then get implemented. Most pharmacy owners have already significantly increased their generic substitution in the last five years from where they used to be, uh, increased their volume of private label product into their retail areas. So a lot of those strategies can be sustainable if you commit to them. And it's been very interesting that a lot of the banners and some of the generic companies have developed some very smart data analytics tools and dashboards Um, so I guess they already may already see the benefits of having you know good KPI data around a specific strategy and realistically you know utilizing the cloud accounting platform they may be able to get that for their whole business as well so could you tell our listeners a little bit about the about the uh, dashboards because at the end of the day we're drowning in data and we all want to know what it all means Um, so how can those uh, dashboards translate it for them?
1: Okay, so there are a number of different dashboards capable. So there's a dashboard within Zero itself and Zero is currently working on a bit more in terms of their business intelligent metrics. Um, I'm expecting, I think, that will certainly come out sometime in 2015. I'm not sure how far away it is at this point in time. But there are also another a number of add-ons that we, we as accountants work with uh, that are providing even more information in a better format that can be specifically designed for uh, a specific business or a specific type of business. So I'm working with a new a new one that's come on recently and we are working with that to um, identify some generic dashboards that provide you know, KPIs and, and some metrics that we believe are important for every business, and then further into that, within honing in for our clients that are working with us on on monthly accountability, quarterly accountability, and KPI reporting. Within honing in on very specific KPIs that are specific to that business, uh, and there's some great results on that. And what I find is, I think, I think the statistics are 75% of the population are visual learners. So A page of numbers tends to have people kind of glaze over um, and look at it somewhat blankly. Now pharmacy owners are in the more intelligent bracket of business owners so that's not quite the case often for them but even so a picture tells a thousand words. So a a diagram, a graph, a pie chart, a, a bar graph is much more easily and quickly understood than a page of numbers. Uh, so you can start to see the trends, you can start to see what's good, what's bad, uh, what's gone up and down. We can be granular at weekly level, monthly, quarterly, yeah, annual, and and can easily move between one and the other. So the those dashboards can be made to be exactly what you want. The other thing that's starting to come into those now is the ability to import not just financial information into it, but to import in other metrics which are relevant for a, from a business perspective and are reportable in numbers, which we can pull in from other systems and still have on that same dashboard. So you've got one dashboard that can show a number of other things over and above the, the kind of accounting numbers, which is where they start.
0: Yeah, look, that it touches on again probably another great feature of just cloud platforms in general. That uh, you know, they're, if the if the system that you're working with in the cloud, uh, you need a little bit of need it beefed up, or you need a different feature. There's um, often quite a number of programs that may be endorsed by, for this example, Zero or others uh, that may integrate very well through their application program interface, um, which uh, the API, which is. I guess in in metaphorical terms, you can build your own Lego set around how you want to build your business. Um, so it's great to obviously be able to do that because I think traditionally we've always, as as pharmacy owners, wanted to look at it and think, well, we'd like to just ask our accountant every, every, every day, every week if we could and just say, are we going okay? And where, where are we going wrong? And I guess in the past, a lot of that information had always been housed with yourselves as accountants and uh, you then the, the owner was always reliant on asking you to translate it. But I guess putting it into these dashboards where you can visually log in almost every day, I guess if you choose, or I guess if you want to do every hour, depending yep. on the uh the updating <laughs> frequency, um, you can do that and um and and really have the information on an even keel so that you can have that collaborative conversation.
1: That, that's exactly right. And I think the you know the benefit of that is that you really have a lot more control over what's happening within the business. So Really being able to identify exactly what's happening in real time and be in a position to then have more, I'll say intelligent, but that's not really the quite right word really, but more intelligent conversations with your advisors. So not be asking, well, just tell me, you know, have I made a profit? Am I going okay? But now it's, okay, I've got this profit. What can I do with it? Or this is, you know, my gross profit's dropped from you know by 2% in the last month can you can we look at that to actually be utilizing the advisors for what accountants and advisors should be doing which is providing that business advice and not just simply being compliance accountants that are churning out a tax return and a BAS return as required and not doing much more than simply telling you what the numbers are um And that's where the value really comes into all of that.
0: And is that, you know, we talk a lot about how cloud platforms in general, not just accounting, it really gives small business owners the benefits of larger big business enterprises and what they've had access to. You know, we spoke about having financial documents in the cloud through Shoebox, which is, you know, outsourcing of batch scanning has been done by big corporations for decades now and small business owners have access to that. And I guess what we're talking about here is almost having a, a virtual uh, uh, chief financial officer working for your pharmacy. And, and is that something that a lot of businesses are now operating on?
1: That's exactly right. And that's what, what I would call the new breed of accountants are, are providing. And the new breed don't necessarily have to be the young guns, uh, but the, the accountants that are really embracing the cloud technology in its totality, that's where that's the kind of services they're providing um, because that's where we see we add value. We don't add value lodging your tax return. Um, We might be able to save you a bit of tax, yes, compared to another accountant, maybe, uh, but ultimately the value in your your accountant's advice is in helping you grow your business and make more profit, make more money, uh, whether that is growing the business or simply tightening efficiencies... Uh, and cost savings where you don't need to be spending money and identifying those areas. That's where the accountants can really add value to, to the pharmacy owner.
0: Yeah, no, look, absolutely. And I guess, and if we step back a little bit, because some of our listeners may may not be in a position where they've transitioned, and what we've spoken about is a lot of process change as well as the technology that can enable these efficiencies. So where would you say, that? I guess, the first steps of any pharmacy owner who may be listing now of where they should start and, and what type of processes do they need to get right before they consider it?
1: Okay, I think that the starting point is having... Is is having that open mind to change, and one of my favourite quotes is from Warren Bennis from the Leadership Institute at the University of California, and it is: "In life, change is inevitable. In business, change is vital." And I, I firmly believe that if change is not embraced by every business owner within a number of years you will not only have lost your competitive advantage but you'll be losing money compared to your peers and that it is with so much happening in this technology space that it is imperative that you implement those kinds of changes, get some time saving, get some efficiency in the systems and processes. So the first step is being having that kind of awareness of. There's got to be a better way. There's got to be a different way. There's got to be an easier way. Uh, and then starting to seek some advice, some expert advice from people that have done it before on what it means, how to go about it, how hard is it. The the, the beauty of the cloud systems, and, and they're similar, um, but obviously I'm, I'm a zero person, so I'm going to talk principally about zero. But the what we've seen with people... Moving from MYB or QuickBooks into zero, the benefit is we can actually convert the data that's in the file into zero. So it doesn't matter whether it's at the end of the quarter or end of financial year, I can take an MYB file that's reconciled up to today, it's in the middle of a quarter, and convert that into zero and bring with it all the data from 1st of July. So it doesn't matter the timing of when it's done. Um, we what's important is to then get it set up correctly so you need someone to set it up properly for you and to get some training around it so four years ago when we started using it we we rather naively felt that we could set it up and tell the tell the uh, you know the bookkeeper or the business owner to just do it uh give them a few pointers and send them on their merry way we quickly discovered that that actually was a recipe for a disastrous set of books and we have implemented training as part of our conversion process. So it is easy to learn, it is quick to learn, it does not take a lot of time but it is important to have some training as part of that conversion process. Um, We found that within a week or two, maybe a month at most, uh Everybody that we 've converted across is you know swimming like a duck in a pond happily uh with their zero file within two to four weeks um from transition that first week is always you know oh but it's this it doesn't like Ugh. it's a bit different, but it it really is that quick and easy to to swap across um and you don 't need to be a bookkeeper to do it it it, it is written for. And is intuitive, so that it isn't intended for accountants uh, to understand how it works. I've always felt that MYOB and QuickBooks were written for accountants and bookkeepers. We understood how it worked, and, and most other people didn't really get it. They might have figured out what button to push, but they never really understood how it worked. Um, with Zero, it's just it's so much more intuitive, and I think the other ones are, you know not quite as, but similarly, so much more easy to kind of pick up and run with because so much of it's automated as well. So the amount of work on it is significantly reduced.
0: Oh, look, absolutely, and uh, and <clears throat> and and Mark had a great example a few a few weeks back of saying a, a, a business contains parts of the business that just haven't been automated yet, and uh, you know there's always going to be an increasing level of automation that's going to be able to drive that efficiency. But you're right; you have to get that process right first. And I guess you know when when a lot of us are considering changing systems, we're often considering the training and perhaps the legacy issues of training that go with it, and that we have have to take time out of our businesses to go to a training venue, to sit down with someone and go through someone else's data and it's not relevant, but I think one of the best benefits of all cloud systems is that you can really do it as you go and uh, a lot of the training is is done virtually through screen capture and through um, uh, uh, video conferencing and uh, screen sharing. It's it's very collaborative and I think it just changes the mould of You know, the fact that, you know, you do do not have to leave your business to be able to get the best benefits from the training side of it, but... Amanda I'm also keen to know that when you see um, businesses let alone pharmacy owners um, you know we're all small business owners too what are the big behavior changes do we see like, because you know we speak about what, what we've seen in pharmacies that have successfully implemented automation in their dispensaries from their logistics and there's this calm about everyone in that business and it changes significantly when that happens but What's the psyche of the, the business owner once they've made that change? Is it Are they, are they sleeping better? Are they calmer?
1: I think it, it, it's peace of mind. It, it's knowing exactly, you know, when you know exactly where you're at, uh, it, it's much easier to, yeah, sleep better, to not worry about how the, you know, where the numbers are at because you actually know where they're at. Uh, and I think that you know, what that does from that perspective is just freeze that stress level of oh, I've got to get you know, I've got to go home and you know, process all those invoices or I've gotta, you know, get this done and I don't know where I'm at and the bookkeeper's not coming for another two weeks and oh, you know, there's no money in the bank or the money in the bank's not enough to pay the bills which is due today and you know, that sort of thing. It just it just takes all those kind of what if panic stressy things a way out of the equation and leaves that peace of mind, yeah, calmness about I know where I'm at, I know what I'm doing, yes, I've got this coming up, I know where I'm heading for and uh, I think that's the, that's the benefit that's, that's there, it's, it's the comprehension of where you're at, knowing exactly what's happening uh, up to date in real time.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. And 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 the typical setup that you, the way you work with um, pharmacy owners when they've implemented cloud accounting, um, can you tell our listeners a little bit about how that works in that, you know, if they've transitioned to cloud-based accounting and they're following their processes, obviously when stock arrives in the store, you've got to enter that generally into the point of sale. And perhaps you could let our listeners know whether there is any integration with the accounting systems with the point of sale as well, but how that then all translates into knowing what that stock coming in and also the sales coming in that particular day can then be viewed in that collaborative environment to tell them how they've actually gone that particular day or week
1: yeah so what one of the things we do is we we work very much with looking at uh sort of budgeting and forecasting for the ongoing year or or months ahead for the rest of the year and rolling forecasts so we start with looking at what's the past year, what's the past period, what is what is the, the expectation, the goals, the forecast for the current year. Uh, and then from there within with the updated, integrated and there are POS systems that do integrate with Zero. The reason I like Zero over all the other versions is it does integrate with the most add ons, the most additional Plugins, Lego pieces, as you will, yeah. um, that uh, it just gives you so much more potential capability uh, in other areas of the business as well. Uh, and what that does then is, is we then produce, uh, we we have regular updated dashboards that are being updated on a, on a regular basis. But we then also have regular scheduled accountability sessions where we sit where we discuss. How things are going, and we then drill deep into areas of concern. Whether it's something that you know the business owner's got a problem with a staff member, and we start talking about you know some HR issues. We're not HR experts, but we certainly have some degree of knowledge of that space, and uh, look at whatever the issues are. But starting with the numbers, obviously, uh, and I'm drilling down into where the issues are. And the beauty of that is is just knowing exactly. As I said before exactly exactly what the position is at that point in time. There's no surprises. Um, you know the old systems used to be that you look at the figures and make some comments and do some tax planning around that potentially, and then discover that there's you know the stock takes miles miles out or or there's an inventory you know that hasn't been entered into the system that's you know. Uh, a big order that uh, you know, significantly changes numbers uh, and that is always a bit of a challenge whereas now with everything up to date as you go, it, it, it just, it, it's seamless uh, in, in that information.
0: Yeah well that's extremely important because uh, it's very hard to anecdotally remember things uh, in the past week let alone any individual financial (laughs) transactions which uh, you know it's always an interesting thing when uh, you know traditionally we've probably had quarterly meetings and uh, have had those unexpected things come up on uh, our P&L sheets and uh, you know the forensic investigation that then follows uh, to find out what's actually happened and who, who was responsible for it. So being able to do that, I think you know that that certainly would drop my blood pressure definitely, and uh, you know it makes a huge amount of sense. And Amanda, I always like to ask um, you know because you know cloud accounting is a revolution in itself, no doubt, and a lot of cloud-based platforms have you know given small businesses big business functionality and you know just given them the ability to be visible and mobile um, with their decision making um, each day. Uh, but what do you see on the horizon? And you know what would you see as the the biggest game-changing technology if we remove all those barriers of time financial resources would you love to see implemented in pharmacies and let alone businesses today
1: i think the big thing and it and it's there and it's available now but not not many businesses have taken it to the nth degree it's the full integration of all the business processes so using the accounting system as kind of the, the starting point, integrating the point of sale and inventory, integrating your rostering and payroll, integrating patient database, integrating CRM, integrating marketing automation, integrating other business processes and automating the whole thing in one kind of l- large Lego set, as you hmm. mentioned. I think that is where... That's the big game changer. I think the implementing the cloud accounting is the first step then you start adding other bits in and the game the game changer for me is having all of that automated and integrated in such a way that you've got sort of one database that's got everything in it one system that all talks to or multiple systems that do talk to each other but you've got the whole thing together and I think that's where you know the the time efficiency, the cost savings and the overall just efficiencies of that will start to really jump out of the page for for pharmacy owners being able to to be able to sell a, a drug to a particular patient and then because of the information that's in the in the patient system have an automated email system that sends out relevant information to that patient that's specific to the products they've bought. Yep. Um, and so there may be some more information around that or managing whatever the, you know, the, the issue is that the drug relates to, you know, whatever the medical condition is, to being able to set up that to provide so much more to the patient. Without doing anything more than actually dispensing the drug and, you know, selling them some toothpaste or shampoo or something else, um, but to be able to target uh, the you know the patients the 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 customer with specific things that are relevant to what they want, yeah. because because there's nothing worse than going in and you then get this generic, you know, blast that's selling you you know you know we got a discount on shampoo this week or. Or some special um, session on 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 sleep issues. Well, I don't have a sleep issue, and I don't. I've never bought shampoo from you. It's really not relevant to me. What is relevant to me is I'm a diabetic, and I've never bought anything from front of shop. But I would love to know some more information about how to control my diabetes. That would just be awesome service to be able to provide. And that's where I see this whole game-changing happening. The the accounting is kind of the starting point, but you add all the rest of it around it and you can start to do some really amazing things
0: well, absolutely you can really design that ultimate solution for each patient and you know i think when we when we try to think well you know how have we done that in the past or haven't we and i think i dare say we have done it but it's been all very reliant on just very special people in our businesses we've had pharmacists that have retained a huge amount of knowledge about individual patients and their families their conditions their medications and realistically being a Hugely advanced and probably more advanced than any CRM platform that we have currently available right now. But it was always siloed in that one pharmacist's head. And uh, if that pharmacist wasn't in the business at that time, the response generically in the business was always, well, John isn't here today, so you'll have to come in and see him tomorrow because he knows you better than anyone else. But the expectation is, as we're now seeing in other industries, is that every time that a patient or a customer touches your business, Business, that you're retaining that information somehow so that when they pick up a phone they expect to continue a conversation not to just simply start a new one from scratch and have to constantly repeat that information so I think it's it's a re- it's a really strong idea where we're going um, we just need to embrace it and realize that you know using the technology whilst it does for some of us sound a little bit scary it really just enables us to do more for our patients without us physically having having to do all of that extra grunt and administration work that would otherwise be involved if we didn't leverage technology. So it's pretty special, and I love the direction. And uh, again, that's the premise of all what we do on this show. So thank you very much for being part of it today, Amanda. I loved having you on, and uh, we look forward to having you back in the not-too-distant future.
1: Thank you very much. It's been great. Thank you.
0: Well, certainly a great follow up to our interview with Mark Lehman from SASU quite a number of weeks ago now in being able to compare some of the features of SASU with also Xero, which are the number one cloud accounting brand in Australia at the moment. Some big learnings because clearly it was a different perspective. We're talking from a software developers and also the practical nature that Mark brought a few weeks ago, but also bringing together an accountant's perspective across a very successful platform like Xero. So the first key learning that I took away from it is that it enables us to look forward and look around us rather than look backwards. And that's when we're talking about our financial data. Too many times we're looking back with our financial data when with our business we're trying to look forward and we need to get the two on an even keel so that we can strategically aim to grow our businesses. Too many times we've been sitting down with our accountants every quarter or every month traditionally, and of course, we can be doing that a lot more frequently with cloud accounting, but we've been looking at them and trying to work out what had happened in the past, what were the problems and so forth, and it was too too far gone to be able to work out what was actually going on. And any problems that we could fix had already passed us by significantly. So it gives us the ability to look forward and look around us to be able to plan through it as well, which is very, very significant because in reality, by going to cloud accounting away from our desktop Counterparts. It enables us to work differently with our accountants, our bookkeepers and anyone in our business that works with financial information in that we're able to collaborate. One of the big benefits of cloud accounting from what we can now see is the ability to look at the same information and work with the same information at the same time. Whereas desktop accounting platforms just simply did not allow us to do that because it would create a corrupt data file and we just wouldn't be able to keep everything marrying up. So it meant that we had to work on it ourselves, then put it on a hard drive, take it to our accountant's office and work with it separately and in silo, which meant that we weren't able to work on our business as it was running, which is critical. Number two is around the processes that change in the process. So again, as we're talking about the changing roles of our accountants and bookkeepers turning into advisors and being able to work collaboratively collaboratively even within the program pressing the button to ask some advice so that your accountant can get an email to say I'm interested to know what this is could you please tell me and they can reply back collaboratively with you as well as also the ability to create a dynamic list of queries and also flagging it in the system so that we're not working outside of the system in being able to solve those problems and we're able to see exactly what each other are looking at and also collaboratively using screen sharing, video conferencing, and so forth, we can work and learn together at the same time as well, which is significantly different. The days of having to go into a training center to learn the product and learn how to improve it are gone. And these things enable us to work smarter and also position our time a lot different as well, in that we might be able to take an hour in the afternoon off from our business to learn about our accounting platform, but we're still within the business as we do it, which is an amazing concept to consider. But we're able to also tap into a variety of dashboards. And as we were talking about on the show, metaphorically, build our own Lego set. And when we're talking about a Lego set, It's really putting all the blocks of what's available to us as pharmacy owners' as tools to be able to enable and automate parts of our businesses which are already functioning around good business process. We talk about it on a lot of this show. There's no point using technology to enable those processes to work smarter and harder unless they're the correct processes. They only amplify the mistakes. But once we've got great processes... We can use all of these tools in cloud accounting spaces and also cloud platform spaces as our Lego blocks and really build out what we actually need. And that could include our customer relationship management, customer databases, as we spoke on the show, mobile applications, things that enable us to get insights from our patients and putting it all together to pair all the processes into great automation sequences that just enable us to have better higher valued conversations with our patients and as we spoke about continued conversations. Don't start them, don't ask your patients to go over old ground but like it was when we've had some great pharmacists in our pharmacies and I'm sure a lot of you are in this space where you know your customers better than no one else but no one else in your business can do exactly what you do. So leveraging good systems enables you to do the unthinkable in being able to clone the insights that you've been able to warehouse in your brain for so long and give it to all your team so that they can make every patient feel just as special as you do. And the third thing, and probably even two and a half, I'm gonna try and get four into three here, is the changing role of an accountant to be a virtual CFO. The benefits of big businesses coming to small businesses is really the premise of where cloud-based software can exist, but the ability to add more value and to allow them to help you grow your business by identifying profit opportunities, ways to improve efficiency, rather than just constantly having the existing process conversation that we all do have. Is our Baz up to date? How am I going? Am I gonna have enough to meet all of our obligations this month? Can I afford to go on holiday? Can I afford to pay myself? All these questions can really change and we start to change in our mindset when we start to see the time-saving benefits, but also the more peace of mind benefits that Amanda spoke about as well. Now, she had a great quote in there and I'll bring that out again, is that, you know, in life, change is inevitable. That's always going to happen. We're going to evolve as humans, but also in business, the change is vital, but we need to embrace it and take the best benefits from it. And the third one, is really the ability that cloud accounting can just be your first foray into accounting, but there's so many great platforms that you can link it together, and that would be the optimum panacea for us to look at, and we're able to connect our dispense data with our accounting software, connect it with our point of sale, with our marketing, with our database, with our loyalty, so that we're able to create a personalized picture for every patient that comes into the pharmacy, so that we don't have to, be the old radio ads of just screaming what's on the front gondola end at every opportunity, but realistically understanding what the problems are and what are the biggest issues that they're bringing to us every time they come into the pharmacy and proactively working to search out and find the correct solutions for them. Well, that brings us to the end of the first episode of 2015. Don't forget we've got some great interviews coming up next week, how you can maximise your success this year with a virtual financial advice On board as I interview Peter Sackerson from RSM Bird Cameron, and also we've got a pharmacy owner who grew his dose administration aid business by 300% in one square metre of floor space. It's amazing this story. And if you hadn't thought that you could help your patients make better decisions with your health insurance or their health insurance, more so, you may see this a great opportunity in 2015 as I interview Anthony Huxley, the managing director of Covered Australia. Don't forget, leave a comment in the show notes. There's always space for you at the bottom. I read and respond to everyone, and I love you for doing them as well. And if you even want to leave an iTunes review, I'd love that even more. But my guests, like Amanda today, are also happy to read and respond to these questions individually. So don't be shy. Leave those. We love them, and I look forward to speaking to you again next week. Bye for now.